here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. We're going to talk some F1 under slippery conditions in Singapore. Sergio Perez continues Red Bull's dominance, claiming the win over Ferrari's Leclerc. Or has he? I've just read a little update that they might be upheld. And Sainz, who rounded out the podium, Max Verstappen, meanwhile struggled to make up ground after a poor start and finished in seventh, meaning he'll have to wait another week to try and secure his second consecutive world title. Ed Spencer from Motorlat follows all things motorsport over there in the UK and he's on, us, on the line with us this morning to reflect on what has been a frustrating weekend for the championship leader. Ed, thank you so much for joining us, mate. Firstly, can you explain what went on with Max Verstappen in qualifying? Pleasure for joining, uh, gents. It's good to hear from good to hear you keeping well. I think with Verstappen, it was an interesting scenario because he looked on edge during particularly in Q3 when... He was approaching sector three, which was more of a, which was still very damp to the final set stages of, of qualifying. But his second run, I think, was ruined by, I believe it was a yellow flag. I'm not quite sure. The third one is a real mystery. Is a re- was a real mystery because he was on song. He was fastest in Q- sector two, and then he stopped. And we found out later on that it was, you know, a lack of fuel. Now, understandably, Red Bull don't want to risk having not enough fuel uh, for for the scrutineers because in the past we've had drivers who have stopped on track and they've lost, you know, podiums, lost pole positions. So it was probably a wise, it was a wise decision from them. But for me, it was a, it was a difficult race for Verstappen. He looks, I, I would say that was probably Verstappen's most difficult race because he looked on edge. He had a lot of work to do made some very uncharacteristic mistakes. And, mm. you know, I think he'll be very happy to finish P7 because at one stage it looked like he was going to get P9 at, at best. Hey, Ed, I see it was pretty wet over there in Singapore overnight. Um, was there talk about the race not going ahead at all? Um, the race was going to go ahead anyway, but obviously we got it delayed. So in the UK we were supposed to start at one o'clock but of course we got it moved to 205 so mm. yeah it, it was a little annoying for I had uh, a couple of co- couple of pe- colleagues on the, on the ground and they said it was torrential and it was only started to spit before we were set to go off but of course it bucketed down and safety first but of course I do mm. wonder why we had to wait for the track to be dried out. We have wet tyres for a reason. It's not like uh, NASCAR, for example, when they don't have wet tyres and putting them on a wet track would be dangerous. So mm. a little annoying, but I suppose you have to think of safety first in this in this case. Yeah, speaking of safety, there was a little incident with Sergio Perez in the safety car, and uh, there's obviously a little bit of a debate at the moment. What's, I think I was just having a look then. Maybe there's going to be uh, uh, the... The outcome is going to be overturned, and maybe Vince Charles Leclerc is going to get the get the win there. Have you got any update on on what's happening there and, and what's about to unfold? Well, 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 the FIA have just given a verdict. Um, 
Perez has got one five-second penalty, and that's for the third time he breached the rules. And the only other yep. pe- the only other thing he picked up was a reprimand. So he retains his victory, obviously by a reduced okay. margin. But that's one of the reasons why Hubert told him to put his foot down because they knew they would probably get a five-second penalty, at mm. least, and he needed to build the gap up against the clerk. And it would have been a crying shame for Perez to lose what had been a, a magnificent victory, considering that it was lights for flag. He didn't look like he was going to put a foot wrong. And it would have been very sad if he had lost the win through a very small infringement. Hey, what about Ferrari? They've had a pretty bad year when it comes to sort of their tactics. What do you think of their efforts this weekend? I think Ferrari threw, what, threw the kitchen sink at, at what is effectively their last chance to try and rein back the championships from Red Bull and Verstappen. It went well in qualifying with Charles on pole. But I have to say, we might be looking at a different scenario if Leclerc hadn't bogged down on the line. If you look at the start, Charles got away okay, but he didn't. He lost the lead straight away from che- to Checo. And near the end of the race, Charles was closing. But a couple of slides there and then because the track was still a little bit wet in some places. Cost him the win. For science, it was more a case of, you know, from the from lap one onwards, you know, the top two mm. broke away and he was going to have to fight off Hamilton, which later turned out to be Norris. But it was a solid day for Carlos. P3 is probably the best he could have hoped for. But yeah, Ferrari will probably be probably be kicking themselves because as as I said, this is probably their last chance to try and stop the championships going to Milton Keynes and to Holland. What about uh, a good weekend for McLaren with Norris and Ricardo finishing fourth and fifth respectively? Will that give them optimism optimism for next year? And what's happening with Ricardo? Do we know what he's doing? Well, at the moment, Ricardo was seen coming out of the Mercedes motorhome, so there is rumours going mm-hmm. around that he is going to be a reserve driver. Um, as for McLaren on a whole, it was a very good weekend because now they move into fourth in the Constructors' Championship considering Al- with Alpine not scoring. And it was a confidence booster for, for Norris and Ricardo, considering that the last few rounds hadn't been easy for them. So they can take a lot of personal satisfaction. But next year they will have a lot of work to do if they want to get back into that top three with Mercedes, Ferrari and Red Bull. Um, what, what that may be, I don't know, because next year's cars are set to be an evolution of this year's. So it may be a case that they have to do minor tweaks there and then maybe produce something that is a bit out of the ordinary, perhaps. So it'll be a, there'll be a long uh, look at the rule book over the winter at Woking. Do you think that Daniel Ricciardo regrets leaving Red Bull at all after seeing the success per, uh, Perez has had playing second fiddle to Verstappen? I think it's difficult to really assess Ricciardo. I think he probably saw the opportunity at Alpine, sorry, at, Ren- at Renault because they were a team on the up and at Red Bull, it looked like he would be Verstappen's number two. And for a time, it looked like Ricardo had made the right choice, particularly in 2020 when Renault were on the podium, you know, occasionally. But I do think he will regret it now, considering that Red Bull have really progressed with the Honda engine, which I believe was one of the reasons why he was so sceptical about staying at Red Bull, because the Honda power unit, which at the time wasn't partic- wasn't very good in the fact that McLaren had had it, it'd been a disaster, 
Toro Rosso, you know, they couldn't really assess it too much because, you know, Toro Rosso were a midfield team. I do think he will regret it. But if you know Daniel Ricciardo, and I, I've spoken to him very occasionally in the paddock, he's not the kind of person who tends to regret too much. He's a very, he's a very much one of those people who says, well, it happened for a reason. All right, this is something that's really fascinated me. Lance Stroll, often being criticised for not earning his seat. What did you think of his performance today that got him P6? Obviously, he's got a very wealthy father. Very good, actually. You know, P6, he was doing a tremendous job holding off a four-time world champion, a seven-time world champion, and last year's world champion. So he's Mm. definitely... It was definitely a drive where you can see the Stroller 2020 comeback. Obviously, with this year's car, it's a bit difficult to really prove yourself. And when you've got a five-time world champion, sorry, four-time world champion alongside you, that adds even more pressure. But we see that occasionally when the pressure is off, Stroll can really perform. And today, he really shines. But of course, Mm. you know, it's not been Lance's best year. Yes, he's been in the points on quite a few occasions. But I think Aston Martin and him in general would have liked to have made a step up from 2021, which was a season of promise which never delivered. Mm. You know, he'll take definitely a lot of confidence from that P6. All right, another one, off the track. Off the track, you've got two of the biggest personalities in Formula 1. You've got Christian Horner and Toto Wolff. Obviously, lots going on with the Bates, salary cap. What's going on here, mate? And Are we going to get an outcome from this situation? Well, we are set to get an outcome... Uh, next week, we believe it'll be midweek, so it'll be Wednesday or Thursday before the Japanese Grand Prix. Um, from what people are saying, it, it is Red Bull and Aston Martin, although I would, I'm would, i not going to pass judgment on that just yet because I'd like to see the full report from the FIA. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of you know sniping in the media, particularly from Mr. Wolf and Mr. Horner. Wolf not ha- happy yeah. with the fact that they had to make staff redundant. Horner not happy with the fact that this is all coming out just before the coronation at Suzuka. Uh, we'll have to see what happens, but it's a big test for the FIA with the budget cap because I think a lot of teams have cut back on their spending. They have had to move staff on. And if it's not going to be properly enforced, there'll be questions regarding what is the point of it. Bearing in mind the big teams have struggled to keep inside the limit this year. As early as Monaco, they were saying, well, we've, we're running on used parts. We need it extended, blah, blah, blah. Now is a case where we really find out if there's a point of the budget cap. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money in the world we're living in. It's only going to get tougher and tougher out there, mate. Quickly, just before we get, let you go, one last question. Is there any chance for Stappen doesn't end up winning the championship? <laughs> uh, I said this last. I said this last time, no. And I still don't think it will, <laughs> unless we, unless something, unless something at the Place de la Concorde tells us otherwise. Um, no, I expect him to to wrap it up next weekend at Suzuka. If not Austin, yep. it's been a circuit which has been kind to him, particularly last year. So I don't see it being changed. Nah, Max Verstappen flying at the moment. Appreciate you coming on, Ed Spencer, and talking about all the latest from the F1 Singapore. Sergio Perez getting the job done for Red Bull. Thank you so much, Ed. Appreciate your time, mate. Cheers, gents. Have a good day, everyone in New Zealand. Yes, Ed Spencer, all things motorsport. And he's uh, obviously from Motorlet, follows all things motorsport over in the UK. He's a 
brilliant racing mind and just sharing all the latest. There's lots going on, Kempi. Look, this latest thing, I was watching this Fox News yesterday, actually, and just getting all the updates from these two big personalities, you know, Christian Horner and Toto Wolf, mm. just dominating the headlines. And Toto Wolf just really rubbing salt into the wound. He loves getting into anything Red Bull, doesn't he? Yeah, make, makes makes for good TV, is he? That's why they're, that's why they're <laughs> lapping it up there on... Uh, on the reality TV, the F1, Aroha will be loving loving what's going on. Verstappen, you know that you know that question around can, can he possibly not win it? Um, mate, there's in the F1. There's always a twist and a turn, you know. So mm. I don't reckon it's over until the the fat lady sings. And who knows? Who knows what's around the corner for uh, Verstappen? He'd be he he would have wanted to wrap it up this weekend, but. You know, every time, every time you're waiting for another week, you tend to get a little bit nervous. You know, is it coming? Mm. Is there something going to happen to my car? You know, so we'll have to just keep watching the space. Daniel Ricciardo, reserve driver for Mercedes. I know. There you go. Hey, that that could be huge news. The guy that's wow been on top of the world, now losing a seat in McLaren, and then going on to be a reserve driver for Mercedes. Fascinating, eh? Fascinating sport, mate. Sport. Always evolving, always changing, always new drivers coming through. But great result for him over the weekend, getting fifth, showing some, uh, well, just repaying the faith that uh, McLaren have shown him, him and Norris getting that job. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.